Hello, friends. Welcome to the Mostly Harmless Podcast. I'm your host, Damian Burford. Uh, today's episode, I bring to you a fantastic little pop punk band at a Rainier, Oregon, by the name of Broadway Caused, named so because of their love of show tunes and Andrew Lloyd Webber. True fact. True, friends. This is true. I'm saying it right here. Actually, I'm probably fucking lying through my teeth. You'll just have to Google it to find out or listen to today's episode. Uh, but no, uh, these wonderful gentlemen were recording their uh, follow-up to 2011's EP's The Toxic Kids and Call the Medic, uh, and also their 2009 album Good Views, Bad News, which was recorded by Mr. Bill Stevenson and in the uh, Blasting Room Fort Collins, Colorado. And that's what brought these guys to Colorado. Um, they were recording again with Mr. Bill Stevenson at the Blasting Room Fort Collins. And uh, right before taking off to join the Descendants on a couple days in Japan, these guys stopped and played a free show at Illegal Pizza in Denver, Colorado. Uh, now, Illegal Pizza is a weird place because it's a burrito joint. I've seen many, many shows there. My good buddy Virgil Dickerson that you may remember from Most of the Harmless episode number three. He's a booking agent PR guy for Legal Pete's. And, uh, you know, I've seen, I've seen some good shows there. I've seen some terrible shows there. It's one of those things where if you have a full band, it can be wonderful. Now, if you have an acoustic act, it can be – it's a little weird because uh, they're just drunk people coming in off the streets from a night of clubbing to eat a uh, breakfast burrito or Fish tacos, which is my favorite, is the big fish. If you go to Legal Pete's, try the big fish. It's the fucking die for. And so, um, you know, it, it's hit or miss a lot of times with the shows. I love going there. I love eating there. I love drinking there. I don't always love seeing shows there, but it's just because it's such an interesting environment um, to people watch and show watch. And so when you see a 100 kids crowd into this little burrito joint, Broadway Calls takes the stage in a goddamn mosh pit with full-on um, crowd surfing erupts. You know you're in for a special treat. And these guys are, are a special treat. Their uh, Facebook page <laughs> under the About section says, Bunch of Jerks. But uh, there's, there's a good sense of humor about that because these are some very, very f- nice boys. I'd never met them before this show. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're just really good, earnest awesome kids and you're going to hear that today Uh, it kind of reminds me of uh back in the day about 10 10 or 11 years ago when i did my first interview with rise against uh it was their very first colorado show and i interviewed them right outside two loggies in uh, boulder colorado and they're just great wonderful down-to-earth people and i interviewed them again right around the time their second album rpm came out and rise against were one of those guys that they were so great so honest and so earnest that when they took off and signed to a major label they were one of the few bands i didn't mind because they really deserve and have earned all their uh success and respect and i i i predict that um motherfucking broadway calls is gonna hit that next level and they're gonna take it on take it over the world because they're just really good awesome dudes and uh so i was very fortunate enough to hang out outside after their show after watching this mosh pit erupt in illegal pete's um and holy crap man um I, if you listen to last week's episode, I got blackout drunk and interviewed Larry and his flask after being after a pretty sober and pretty great interview with uh, Ben Nichols. You know, if I say so myself, pretty great. <laughs> uh, but no, um, and there's a fine line because what happens usually for these shows is I drink way too much fucking coffee or Red Bull or energy drinks, and I sit down to interview a band and I'm just stuttering away, and uh, I'm kind of on that high right now. Um, too much coffee. Love coffee. It's my favorite thing. I have a fucking coffee mug tattoo because it's my favorite thing in the world. And what happens is I get to these interviews and my brain's going so fast, my mouth can't keep up with it. Um, 
and I start stuttering. I lose my place. I can't focus. So I found that a couple beers settle me down, calm, cool me down. And there's a fine line because I think today's episode, I definitely had had several, several, several beers. It loosened it up. I think it made it even more um, effective interview than the Larry and his flask interview where I don't even remember doing it because I was so drunk. But yeah, there's a definite fine line. And, you know, this is only episode 14. And I can't believe, uh, I can't, well, first off, I can't believe we've been doing this for 14 weeks. You know, of course, I took a week off, but you know, I can't believe that we've been doing it this long and this you know my friends are like man i thought you were going to do two or three and never do it again and here i am uh week 14 with i got two more episodes in the can so that's fan fucking tastic but we're still learning what the hell to do here i'm still teaching myself audio editing skills and yada 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 but uh the outpouring of support has been fan fucking tastic thank you all very so much for everything um i can't believe you know how many t-shirts i've sold and how much uh how many emails i've gotten the wonderful itunes reviews thank you everybody uh, i'm gonna quit rambling about myself though uh we're gonna go into this episode today uh let's see i wrote the song title down because it's a fucking long song title and i can't find a sheet of paper uh the song is we talk about it in today's episode it is called uh I'm so bored with, here, here's that sheet of paper. I'm so ready to be done with my 20s. Uh, we talk about it in today's episode. Um, without any further rambling, let's just get into the song. Let's party, dudes. And uh, check out Broadway Calls on Spotify. Um, you can listen to all their albums on Spotify for free. Oh, and before we get into it, I keep uh, keep rambling, Damien. Keep rambling. Just keep going, buddy. Uh, today's episode was once again recorded on a Zoom, Z-O-O-M, H1 um, handheld digital recorder. Uh, it's got two condenser mics. Quality is fucking fantastic. My only problem with these condenser mics is that they just kind of pick up a little too much of the uh, surrounding audio and people hanging out and whatnot. Um, other than that, like it's a very, very cheap and affordable way to do podcasting um, without going out and buying a mixing board and microphones like I did. And I wish I had, uh, if I had gotten started with this again, I probably would have. Um, just bought one of these things. It's only like only between seventy-five and a hundred bucks, depending on where you look and if you find one used or not. Um, at home, I record these intros on a Behringer mixing board direct into my laptop with a couple of uh, Sure knockoff microphones. So that's another option, a little bit more expensive, but really just fucking go buy one of these Zoom uh, digital recorders. Uh, they're good for on the fly. They fit in your pocket. So, yeah, uh, without further ado, I'm so ready to be done with my 20s by Broadway Calls. At the end of the episode, we're going to play uh, the their song Denver named after the city of Denver and I'll probably ramble on a little bit more at the end so alright buddies this is uh, Broadway Calls
so what's up guys? I'm here with Ty and I, I forget your Josh. name. Josh. Josh. Yep, Ty and Josh. And Josh. Adam, should, Adam is coming, I think. Maybe. Yeah. I, I texted <laughs> yeah. him. So, so um, I've never, I, I've seen so many shows at Illegal Pete's that I can't remember how many, but I've never seen anything like tonight. <laughs> how did it feel to have a mosh pit in the middle of a burrito stand? It was awesome. But, I mean, we didn't we didn't know what to expect tonight either because we know that Denver is usually awesome. Like it's it's one of the best cities in the world for us, hands down. <laughs> but we didn't know it. We never played illegal Pete's. You know, right. we only eaten here, and so we didn't know what to expect either. But it was it was rad. Yeah, yeah we yeah. we first got here and up on the little riser, there's barricade sort of thing. So it was like maybe I don't yeah, know. We got to let this, out. and then yeah. then they took it down. Yeah, then we found out they were taking yeah. it down. So it was cool. Yeah, I, I've seen some cool shows here. Like, I saw Brendan Kelly, me and Brendan Kelly from Lawrence Arms, did an interview. Like, uh, we went to an office building a block away and did it. But, uh, but yeah, like, there's something about an electric band, a full live band here that just kills it. It's so awesome. And then they try to put acoustic stuff here. It doesn't really work, but you guys fucking slayed tonight. I've never seen anything like that before. Um, so, I'm curious, how does it make you feel to, like, for the opening band, they were good. Mm-hmm. They weren't bad. People are staying around. Uh, shoulders, hands crossed across their shoulders. How does it feel to take that crowd, especially in the middle of a burrito place, and make them move? <laughs> well, I mean, like, we're not one of, usually one of those bands that looks like, let's fuck shit up. You know, we don't tell the crowd what to do ever. We just play our songs. <laughs> and if that's what they decide to do, then awesome. And for some reason, Denver, that's what they decide to do here. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe something in the burritos kicked in <laughs> right before we played. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I got a feeling that that would have happened anywhere, though. But <laughs> I, I'm just curious because the bands, I, the couple of bands I've been in, like, it's usually people staying around with their arms crossed looking bored. Uh-huh. And uh, so, so, so to just... Like see that happen, like people move around and like fucking get excited. I can't, ex- I, I can't express it. Hey, Adam's here. Hey, hi. <laughs> so sorry, sorry to put you on the spot. Yeah. So so, but I can't, I can't fathom how it feels to like hit that note on that core guitar and watch people go, fuck yeah. How, what do you guys think of that? I mean, uh, that, that's just what I'm curious about. That's uh, awesome. I, rem- I remember the exact moment when it happened with our band uh, on the first tour, like a week into it. We played Riverside, mm-hmm. and that's when it was like, okay, people get it, and yeah. uh, they're having fun. It was awesome. Yeah, I mean, with Denver, we'd, we'd been here a few times where people were like, it, it just got better and better every time, you know? Like, it wasn't. It definitely hasn't always been like that. Yeah. And, and uh, but if you just keep coming back to a city and it has a music scene as good as this one, it's the hardcore scene here that really embraced us at yeah. first, which is crazy. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yep. I, yeah, I think it was those kids that showed the the punk kids like it's okay to like do this. Yeah, to go nuts. Yeah, because we would we'll play like we'd play Socks Place. It would be wild. Next time we'd play Marquee, and it wouldn't be you know yeah. some of those hardcore kids wouldn't go and taking off guys. Bye. Yeah, man. Same bye. Same bye. Yeah, for sure. It's all good. Yeah, nice playing with you guys. Thank you for everything. Yeah, definitely. I'll see you guys soon. Take it easy. So, yeah, Sox Place. Like, um, so, but you guys used to be a hardcore band. Were you a hardcore band here in Denver? No. Ever? No, that we ever played Denver, no. really. Yeah, Never. I don't think so. Like, like, and, and even when we were a hardcore band, the hardcore 
scenes didn't embrace us like yeah. they did when we turned into a pop punk band. So. <laughs> I don't really know but why. I, it, it's it's really interesting to me because the lines of for me, like I'm 30 years old. How, how old are you guys? I'm 30. 30. I'll be 30 in a couple months. Yeah, 28. Yeah, close enough. We're all we're all yeah. we're all 30 yeah. essentially. Yeah, like 30. we're all in that same like time spirit. And it's really interesting because hardcore and pop punk have kind of like there's like a big emergence between some of it. So yeah. and you guys are kind of leading that front. Well, yeah. I I think so. Maybe we, we did, maybe I'm to wrong. Begin with it, that's all we would tour with hardcore bands because that's what we knew from the prior band. What what was the prior band? Countdown to Life. It's it was not a traditional hardcore band. Very different. I don't know. Yeah, we were inspired by like Refused. And, yeah, and kids Fantas didn't know how to like dance at shows. Like <laughs> we didn't have like two step songs, and so they're not always, but there were some shows where kids were you could tell they're into it, but they didn't know what to do. Yeah. So I don't know. So so when you did when you guys like broke away from that scene and decided to be a pop punk band, what what Hardcore sensibilities did you bring with you? I don't know. I don't know because, like, or did you? or did you? No, I, I think our live shows were aggressive. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I agree. Compared to a, a you know, another pop punk band. That yeah, because like it wasn't just hardcore, but it was bands like Hot Water Music that would that are like play this really <laughs> melodic rock music, but it's they have it's such an intense like voice and live show. And that was a big that was a big inspiration to us when we first started that bands like that too, not just Ramon's Court. <laughs> um, I mean, we're all we're all about thirty, so we're, we were probably all getting into the same bands about the same time. But what were your gateway bands into this genre? Because up until I was sixteen, all I knew was like Deftones, Corn, mm-hmm. maybe Green Day. But I don't count Green Day as a gateway band because they were mainstream. But like, what were your gateway bands into this indie? alternative world whatever whatever you want to call it I mean I think Green Day led the path to Lookout Records so the Queers are still like our favorite band and was when we were 15 yeah Um, Mr. T Experience like Operation Ivy all that stuff all the same shit I love yeah yeah. and then and then like the the Epitaph you know it was Lookout and Epitaph in fact that was it that was like that was the labels three labels yeah were you guys all in the same hardcore band together? Was that yeah, how yeah, that yeah. y'all met? Yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> yep. Adam's a simple man, simple words. I like him immediately. To the point. Do you have a red beard too? Red? Maybe. I don't know. It's dark. I've got a red beard. I like it. I get shit about it. Um, so, what were your hardcore bands that you got into when when you first came into that scene? Like for me, it was like American Nightmare, Hope Conspiracy, and I hate to say it even. Rice and Rise Against helped get me into that hardcore scene, but yeah, what, what about you guys? Yeah, I liked all this. I mean, the, we got, you know, like, first was Snapcase, then oh, Strife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And those are the two first ones that came, and that kind of, you know. I consider Good Riddance a hardcore band, too. Yes, yeah. like, yes. I love Good Riddance. And, but Strife was the first heavy hardcore band I yeah, ever Yeah, yeah. I, I was a straight-edge kid till I was 22, which blows people's mind with as much as I can drink and have drink tonight um, but it, uh, like, I hated Strife until I got to that certain age where I was like oh I get it now so um, how long were you guys a hardcore band what was the you already said the hardcore band so never mind how long that uh, last it was like 2001 to 5 yeah, yeah. So that, and that was years. our first tour you know band that got us to tour right yeah. and, and it wasn't a jumping on the bandwagon thing it was just like 
you guys decided how, how did you decide to go from the hardcore to pop punk again <clears throat> but the hardcore band was um, still active but he was getting married at the time and our singer congrats thank yeah. you are you still married? Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Same, same lady. Thank you. Same, same lady. Same, married to the same girl. <laughs> <laughs> but so he was getting married. Our singer wanted a real job that he could make money and not live at his parents' house. So we bought a brand new van and we had to make payments. Yeah. And we wanted to do a different style of band. So we're like, hey, let's do a band that sounds like the high school bands we used to listen to. Okay. And then... That, that was it. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, you and then, and then just so we, t- we toured, toured in between countdown tours. Yeah. And I don't think we ever did countdown after that. We no, did one no. show. Yeah, one show, yeah. but I wasn't even there. Yeah. <laughs> we had to get a film. <laughs> That's a bummer. I, the, the difference to me is like the, the style of music you guys are doing now is so much more fun. Um, so how important is it? Was it for you, to you guys just fucking let loose and have fun? It was just. It was just like a. For me, it was I wanted to write songs that that sounded like Alkaline Trio and Lawrence Arms and Green Day and, and bands that, yeah. that I that I listen to all the time because I listen to that way more than I listen to hardcore, and so that it just made made sense to write those kind of songs. And you, you know, I I think I think I went along a similar venture, whereas like I got really into like American Nightmare, Hope Conspiracy, and then I just went one day went. I just want something simple, something fun. I'm I'm too old to be angry. Let's just fucking relax and have fun. Was it something, anything along those lines for you guys too, or? It felt it, it felt natural. Both bands felt natural, yeah. like because I we legitimately liked hardcore. And, yeah. and like, do, do you still? Yeah, I right. still like Hook Conspiracy a lot. Yeah. Oh, God. And, 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 but it's uh, hard to like some newer bands. There's only certain. Yeah, I don't know new bands. Any, that, I don't know of any new hardcore bands I like besides like I mean, Defeater. Like, Dangers. Yeah, dangers. Uh, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so, it was not a very short. It was blah 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 words. Um, it was a very short amount of time between, like, from my research, between becoming the uh, pop punk band to you guys like fucking taking off. Is that? Yeah. Or was it? Was for it? Was it not? I don't a know. Short time. It. Yeah. Compared our, to most bands. Our. F- first show was our very first day on a month-long tour we had already recorded an ep yeah so that's why we just like came out touring constantly well but, the, the, the idea was to make the van payment that's yeah. the, that was the important thing because yeah. we didn't want to get jobs and make the van payment so right. yeah it worked so, so th- there are so many like bands in the same like vein as you guys start up every day like why do you think you guys took off Whereas other bands are just sitting in Nowheresville, Nowhere State, you know, like I don't, I don't know. I mean, I feel like sometimes we're sitting in Nowheresville, Nowhere State, you know, like it's it's just it's just it's all relative to perspective. Yeah, yeah. to how you're what what kind of mood you're in that day. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. You guys are going. You guys are leaving to Japan tomorrow, right? Yeah. Yeah, like. No, you guys are not in Norrisville. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's let's be honest. We here. still play basement shows and like house parties and stuff, which yeah. is just yeah. as fun. I mean, that's, yeah. maybe that's what it is. Just what? do what's fun, yeah. Instead of oh. doing what's yeah. might make money or might blow us up, like yeah, just have fun instead. Hell yeah. Um, so, how do you guys keep having fun? Like, if you guys are on side one dummy, that's like a fairly 
that's a big deal, and at least in my opinion. Like, how do you keep having fun but keep it a business? Like, I guess business. I don't know. We well, don't mean, really think of it as a business. No, not too much. You just try to make sure that you don't have shit fall through. Like, you make sure you have shirts to sell at shows, and you make sure that you make enough money to put gas in the tank and, and eat. And then, and then everything else then, just kind of happens. The so bands we tour with are yeah, friends. Way you, you play cooler than us, and way more fun. <laughs> yeah. and, so that's how we, you know. I don't know. I, I just met all of you guys, and I like you all immediately already. And that's a good sign. I like that. <laughs> I mean, that means you guys can go far. <laughs> far place. We're really doing it. So um, what brings you guys to Colorado? I know the answer, but what brings you to Colorado? <laughs> we were recording in the blasting room for two weeks, um, and we just got done yesterday. So. And this is the second time in the blasting room, right? Yeah, second. Yeah. The best. The best, best. time, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. It was a good up there. That's a good little deal that the girls are doing over there. <laughs> I could pick it all up on this mic. <laughs> um, so, this is your second time in the blasting room. Is it more intimidating this time or last time? It was a little bit higher pressure <coughs> this time because we had a week less. Um, oh wow! We were there for three weeks last time and two weeks this time, yeah. so we 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 couldn't really take it easy. And Mess, mess around like we did the first time. The first time we did a lot yeah, of Yeah, first just, time we, just I mean, out. we were able to watch YouTube video, you know, the <laughs> things you do. We didn't do any work. Yeah. This time while. it was like long ass days. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I know I tweeted you a couple times and you're like, oh, we're in the studio all day. Mm-hmm. We're doing vocals until midnight at least. Yeah. So yeah, I can are, only imagine the pressure. From nine, no, sometimes well, eight a.m. Some of the days would go to like eight till two. two in the morning, and then we'd get up at like seven thirty and start at eight again. Yeah, it's, it, was, it was it was a pretty it's pretty schedule. nuts. Yeah, not for me. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he was I got the drums done, yeah. and then I <laughs> he just hung out. Was and sat there. Yeah. <laughs> Did you enjoy Fort Collins at all, or just hang out at the uh, blasting room? I, I rode a bike around one day. It was awesome. Me and him walked. Yeah. Fort, Fort Collins is actually really, really nice, like yeah. small town. But yeah. you just go sit out on a patio and look at the scenery, and it's like it's a fucking nice yeah. town to yeah. be in. Yeah, totally. But you were stuck in the studio all yeah. the time, so every, every month we try to go eat outside, like downtown. Or just Bill wanted to walk like at least once a day, so that was kind of our out. Like he'd say, "All right, I'm done for now. We need to go walk, get food, or do something. I need to be outside." So that that helped a lot. Like taking a breather um, what, what kind of input does he have on these records like I, I I cannot even like he petrifies me everybody tells me that especially now after his brain surgery he's so nice but I can't bring my I see him all the time but I can't bring myself to be like hey Bill I'm Damien <laughs> um, I mean like is it intimidating working with him at all not not really intimidating it, it he definitely has a lot of Ideas and a lot of things to say, and a lot of very strong points of view about songs, you know. Um, but I wouldn't say it's intimidating anymore. I think the f- it was, I mean, yeah, yeah. When we first went out there for the last record, I was I was nervous. I was but really it, nervous. it only lasted like ten minutes, and you find out he's this big, cuddly, like talkative. <laughs> every story, like yeah, he, yeah. he just makes you feel at home. The first time he blasts a fart, it's like, <laughs> yeah. we're at home. Hanging out with my dad. <laughs> yeah. um, so, uh, do you guys have a new name for the album yet? No. No? Yeah, no. secret. song titles. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. It's like pretty, pretty, pretty We have a song called New Fast One. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're, we're working on that. Yeah. yeah. 
So, so did you guys have everything like demoed and ready before you even got in there? Yeah, we did. No, we had everything demoed. Yeah, yeah. we wrote a lot of songs. We had a lot of but demoed we songs. We didn't ever shit together. We had it demoed, but <laughs> Bill, yeah. Bill helped us. Yeah. He made the songs way better. Yeah. Shortened it up. We, yeah, you know, yeah. like four-minute song, fat. go to three minutes sort of thing. And like we had like twenty-five songs, and we picked <coughs> twelve to record. So that was that was kinda, wow. that was kind of cool to yeah. to like just pick the best ones and go for it because it was like a two-year writing process. Which we've never done before. Yeah, because there were a lot of EPs in between the last album and this yeah, album. Yeah, you know, that was like we were writing for the record and we we're sitting, being bored. Like we got a tour again, like so we went to Jack from Camadre's place just so we could start touring again. That was supposed to be songs for the record, but yeah. But th- those EPs are great, and uh, one of them is about Denver. One of the songs, off yeah. one of the yeah. like, yeah. I I listened to those EPs like ten times today. And somebody goes, yeah, one of them's about Denver, and I go, it, it's the one that's called Denver. Yeah, is it called Denver? well, I, yeah. I just it's, it's called Denver. I didn't know it's called Denver. It's called yeah. Denver. Yeah, it's called Denver. I thought we just called it that. No, that's what it's called. I, I, I just hit play on Spotify and went, okay, let's go back to the beginning and play again. <laughs> so I really, I, I'm, uh, and, and to begin with, even with records I love, I can't fucking remember yeah, a song in really, my life. That, that, yeah. yeah, I don't know any song titles. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> but but it was great to see Denver go off tonight, especially. And I'm, did you guys play this? Yeah, Dipper song. Yeah, yeah. 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 that was that was the sloppiest song yeah, for us sloppy. tonight because yeah. we don't play it very often, you know. But we obviously play it here. And, and what does Denver mean to you? I mean, it seems like you guys have a fucking vast presence here in this town. Yeah, it's just like a special place for us for some reason. We we always come here on every tour if we can. Like yeah. last tour, we came here twice, yeah. once uh-huh. by ourselves and once opening for Bouncing Souls. So it was. Yeah. It was like, you know, we don't ever want to miss this, or else because we'll know we're know like yeah. that we're missing a good show. Uh, it's like a hometown show yeah. here. It's better, but better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, you guys aren't from Portland, but you're from Oregon, right? Yeah. Right. Well, right. yeah, we're from Rainier. He's from I'm from Longview, Washington. The river divides like. I, I I really and I've read this in several interviews, and I hate to rehash it, but I don't know any punk rock bands from Portland or Oregon period and like our style uh, or period like I, I know Mike Damron from uh, Portland he's in a band called I Can Lick Any Son of a Bitch in the House yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's really about it and I know like the MXPX dudes are up there nowadays but um, how does that benefit you guys being like the big pop punk band from Portland in it's, Oregon in that it's, area it's like uh I mean, we there aren't any other bands that really sound like us up there. I would say, I mean, it's a lot of indie rock. And yeah, there's there's cool punk bands for sure, but it's a totally different scene. Yeah. like the Thermals are like, yeah, awesome. I love the Thermals. Yeah, but they're we never play shows with them, and you know they probably wouldn't want to play shows with us. Yeah. <laughs> but there's just totally different scene. But but I'm still a fan of them. You know, they're they're my favorite for Portland punk band. Yeah, yeah. Well, Oregon, we pushed it so much that like. If someone, a punk kid, you know, sees the Oregon sign, it's on a lot of our merch to be like, oh, Broadway calls. Because we're the only weird, you know, <laughs> band like that. It, it, and it's good marketing. Um, how, is, how is that whole, because I just think of, like, the few times I've been up there, it's just green, it's moist, it's fun. I, I always have a good time in Oregon. How has that bled through into the songs, or does it? Yeah, I try to write a lot about um, about places, you know, because 
when I first started doing that, a friend of ours from California was like, it's awesome to hear that because you can picture it, you know, it's like reading a book. And so, so I still try to do that as much as possible without overdoing it, you know, and, uh, and so yeah, it definitely inspires a lot of songs. It affects, affects the mood. Our last record, we, he was stuck in a snowstorm for a week. Yeah, and we were just stuck in snow the whole time we wrote, so that made it yeah. for a darker, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, like uh, we wrote the last record in the winter, and you can totally tell. Yeah. And then, like, Even though time, we're trying to do pop, it's not coming out like <laughs> yeah. sense. Yeah. That's kind of what I like, because it, it, it's very familiar, but it separates itself from the pack. And you guys seem to do, and obviously because you guys have packed a burrito place and had a mosh pit <laughs> with crowd surfing and everything, and that kind of blows my mind. It, it was a free show, so I don't know. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I, th- I think I think the show would have been good even with five, ten dollar cover. So we had to pay to park, man. Yeah, you know, it's a fifteen dollars. <laughs> we show. paid more to play the show than people can <laughs> to go to it, which is awesome. I don't mind that. No, I, I, I paid ten bucks for parking just because we park on the Denver streets right now. You have to pay for two hours up until ten o'clock, and then you have to go back out to your car and pay again until whenever you leave. It's honestly cheaper to just park in a lot and leave. Because every time I come up here and not park in a lot, I get a $25 parking ticket. Damn. So, anyway, um, let, uh, <laughs> let's wrap this up. I, I kind of want to touch on a little bit more about the new album. Um, is it, How is it going to be different from the previous albums? Like, is it going to be different? Or is it going to be more of the same? I would say that, like, is our last record was very one note it's, it's like all mid-tempo pop punk all the way through and this one has like these weird big rock songs <laughs> but they still sound like Broadway calls but they're just like kind of we just tried to write these huge choruses and everything and then it also has like our more like our fastest songs and our most traditionally poppy pop punk songs you know right. and so it's kind of all over the place but it it flows pretty well like when we listen to it I think. yeah i think it does yeah maybe we've been we're so numb to the songs at this point yeah. it's cool that that like re you know recording them it bring it, it brings a new life to it but but uh before we got out there it was like i don't know if these songs are any good <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then we got there and now i think it's 12 rad songs and you feel comfortable with them now totally yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. cool and, and so with 12 yeah, but I don't uh, think all 12 are going to go 10 on the or 11 on the record. Yeah. Okay. Do a B-side, you know, like do a split or something. Yeah. And uh, is there a release date yet for that planned? No, not yet. I'm still working on it. All right. There's a lot of stuff we have to do as soon as we get home from Japan. Like, get the artwork going and all that like, shit. I, can I just, like, wear one of your skin and go to Japan <laughs> with you guys? Or do you guys need a roadie? Like, I can pretend a roadie. I've, I've tour managed for a couple bands, so... Uh, I'm a little too fat for that <laughs> case. Sorry. Uh, so that's <laughs> uh, all good. I one of these days I'll make it, I'll, I'll get enough courage to go. Bill Stevenson, hi. Let's do an interview, but I'm not ready yet. So um, I uh, I sat down in no oh no one more thing. Um, you guys recorded at the same time. Teenage Bottle Rocket was recording, yeah, right? Yeah, we we saw Cody and Miguel and listen to. Stuff. Yeah, did any of that bleed through? Are you guys going to be on them? They're going to be on you? Is that going to work? Is <laughs> no, that going to happen? They were already mixing when yeah. the day we showed up. Uh, so. But the, the last days. record, they they sang on it. Oh, it's kind of hard to yeah. tell because 
people think it's him, but it's yeah. it's Brandon. Yeah, yeah, there's a song called To the Sheets that Brandon sings. Yeah, because I know they're a big like I in the interviews I've read they've been a big influence on you guys. So yeah, yeah. when when I saw that you guys were in the studio half-assed together, I was like, yeah, that's gonna be great. But yeah. um, the last thing is like Wikipedia. I did a little Wiki, Wikipedia research, and I didn't. You guys have the most detailed Wikipedia page yeah, yeah, of I anyone I have ever ever seen in any band and that includes like kiss genesis <laughs> um fucking whatever did you guys write that no, yourselves no, we have no idea who did have you, have you seen it yeah yeah i have oh, it's, there's it's stuff that wild. i don't remember like <laughs> i don't know who wrote it but yeah, i don't I, know I how they no know idea. about that because yeah. it's stuff that i can barely remember i don't yeah, know i don't, I don't know we don't know who wrote it it's but but most of it's factual because i know some of it mm. On some Wikipedia pages, like uh, it's completely. Yes, most of it was. There it's was been a one long time part that wasn't just about my my brother was an old guitar player. Yeah. He had a kid, you know that whole thing. But I think on the Wikipedia, it said we kicked him out yeah. for like something. Well, we just we didn't even kick him out. Yeah, he, yeah. he, he, he quit. quit. He yeah. flew home from tour, and uh, that was that was the only thing on Wikipedia. Was. Um, so anything else you guys want to talk about like uh, this will probably go up this Monday an episode with Cheap Girls because I just talked to those guys those guys are my good friends Um, anything else you guys want to talk about like new album wise or what to expect or I don't know whatever don't expect much (laughs) (laughs) it'll be out before the end of the year but we don't know like Uh, when May May us the arteries and dead to me in the west coast so if there's any West Coast kids. Yeah. I don't even know if that tour has been announced. So. Yeah, some shows. Uh, some like show. show by show, it's gonna be announced. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. And Adam, you've had nothing to say. Anything you'd like to say that hasn't been said? No. Great. <laughs> no, I don't. Guys, this has been really fun. I've had fun hanging out with you in the alley of Illegal Pete's. So, uh, anything else? No. Thank you, though. Thank you. Yeah, this was thanks. Fun. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs> All right, buddies. Well, that was my uh, new buddies, Broadway Calls. I'd like to thank those guys for taking some valuable time out of their day to sit back and talk to me before running to Denver International Airport and jumping on an airplane to Japan. Uh, According to their Facebook and Twitter feeds, those guys did fantastically well. Uh, I did uh, email these guys and try to get some more details and exclusive tracks and information about their new album, but their lips are sealed pretty tight. So what we got today is probably going to be it. Uh, until closer to this album's release. Uh, just follow these guys' uh, Twitter, Facebook. Links will be at mostlyharmlesspodcast.com for more information. And like I say, they're re- and as you can hear, they're really great guys, uh, fantastic to hang out with, and uh, hopefully um, this will not be the last we hear of these fine, fine, fine young gentlemen. Uh, there's some photos of this mosh pit from uh, Illegal Pete's that you can find at fortheloveofpunk.com, a uh, wonderful little Denver punk rock news site. Um called for the love of punk.com yeah sure uh and then they just announced broadway calls they just announced uh in may and june they're going on a west coast tour with dead to me and the arteries uh they've been added to the fest 11 lineup in gainesville florida uh the weekend right before halloween this year and uh thanks to jackie and cassandra for giving me a ride up to denver uh without you two this episode wouldn't have happened because my car's on the uh, fritz so uh with that said uh, i've got a new batch of t-shirts in same design but just i've got more of them 
If you previously ordered t-shirts, they're going in the mail today. As soon as I get done recording this, I'm going to sit down, stuff envelopes of t-shirts. I just ran out of larges for a while. Go figure. I uh, had no idea that there were so many large people in this country. Um, and, of course, that says something about our listeners is that we're all fine, beer-loving listeners to the show. And, uh, yeah, so I, I we got some new t-shirts. I've got some stickers on the way. They're not ready yet. Uh, we'll figure out what to do with those stickers and some pin button things uh, as soon as I get those. Maybe do like a dollar on the website just for shipping and whatnot. Uh, so anyway, without further ado, um, check out Broadway Calls on Facebook and Twitter. They don't have an official website as far as I can tell. Um, check out mostofharmlesspodcast.com for all the information about this band here on today's episode. I'll throw up a link up to fortheloveofpunk.com so you can watch, uh, so you can look through a couple videos. Uh, my friend Jackie took a live photo, not a live photo, a live video. See, too much coffee. This is what happens. I drink too much coffee. I can't get the words out and I just start rambling and then and you're not even listening anymore. My uh, friend Jackie took some live video of the show too with her uh, really fancy camera. So not only did she give me a ride, but she took some video. Uh, we'll throw that up on the uh, after the cut on the uh, mostofharmlesspodcast.com page. So thanks for listening to me ramble on and on and on. Without further ado, this is a song we talked about on today's episode called Denver. Uh, both songs on today's episode are off the 2011 Toxic Kids EP. And uh, stay tuned for their new album. I'm pretty goddamn sure it's going to be fan-fucking-tastic. So thanks for listening, guys. Have a great day. <laughs> 